Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Wrestling Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Mark Cologne. This is your boy, and I am here, people. I am here to talk about. Wrestling. What else? What else does, is there to talk about if it's not pro wrestling, people? Oh my goodness. So yeah. This should be fun. This should be exciting. Um, yeah, you know, uh, as SummerSlam approaches... We just keep getting these episodes of uh, Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and they're absolutely amazing. I love every every minute of it. I love it, um, and that's what you know. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about why I love it. So we'll get into that. We'll. Uh, We'll get into that, and then, um, you know, I'll give my rumors. And that'll be all, people. There's really, uh, nothing new this week. Just, um, I bought Madden 21 last night, so, uh, that was exciting. Um, after I'm done here, I'm gonna watch UFC 252. Then, um... No. Call it a night. My new podcast will be debuting this Wednesday. Uh, actually, have to finish some things on that. Um, finish the preparations for that, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be exciting. I cannot wait. I can't wait. But uh, yeah, people, let's talk about it. WWE Monday Night Raw. That's right. Seth Rollins and Dominic Mysterio sign contracts. That is right. Um, he signed his match contract and his WWE contract. Um, uh, and, um, well, people, Dominic, Dominic Mysterio. Got beat. He got his butt whooped by uh, Murphy and Rollins. I believe they hit him by at least 30 Kendall sticks. Um, and his back is toe up. Good lord. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, lo- I love this segment. It was an exciting segment. It was a good segment. Um. I don't know. I, it's something about it. Something about it, people. That I can say this is going to be a dream match. Even though Dominic Mysterio has not had one match in WWE yet, we do not know what we're going to get from him. But I, just, I had that feeling about this kid. So, I mean, I hope I hope I'm true. I mean, I hope I'm right. Sorry. Um, Seth Rollins defeated Humberto Carrillo via pinfall. Um, like I said, Dominic Mysterio got beat. Um, it was a short match, but that the ending at the the way Rollins and Murphy what they did after the match is what uh made it so much more entertaining that we forgot about the short match. Um. Angelo Dawkins defeated uh, Andre Andrade via pinfall. Um, Bianca Belair defeated Zelina Vega via pinfall. This was all right. I, I would have uh, liked to see uh, Zelina Vega actually pick up the win. That would have been interesting, um, and to see like what they do moving forward from there. So, but uh. 
Yeah, people. Shelton Benjamin defeated Apollo Crews in a non-title match. Natalia and Lana confronted Mickey James, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Viking Raiders Ricochet and Cedric Alexander defeated Akira Tozawa and the Ninjas via pinfall. 24-7 championship was on the line. R-Truth defeated Akira Tozawa via pinfall to win the title. This this was great. This was great. And what made it great um, was that R-Truth was dressed as a ninja. That, that was definitely the moment of the night. Um, Peyton Royce defeated Liv Morgan via pinfall. Asuka defeated Bailey via pinfall in a non-title match to uh, get an opportunity at Sasha Banks' Raw Women's Championship. Um, the Raw Underground, Riddick Moss defeated Kyle Bloom. Arturo Ruiz defeated Enhancement Talent, and Dabacado defeated Enhancement Talent. And Shayna Baszler defeated three Enhancement Talents. Um, retribution caused minor chaos. People, unless this is somebody that the fans are going to be like, Oh my goodness, look who it is! I am not, I'm not entertained by it yet. Maybe, maybe we will next week, but as of right now, I'm not entertained by it. But, you know, I think I can. I think I can get into it, so we'll see. Um... And Randy Orton defeated Kevin Owens. And then, um, ah, this was great. It was great, but at the same time, at the same time, it was just like, wow. And that was Randy Orton low-blowing and kicking Ric Flair and the Skull. Um, wow. This, um, we knew it was coming, but we did not know it was coming now. Um, I think, what if we get, because I've heard it on Busted Open numerous times, this could be the opening. Ladies and gentlemen, this right here could be the opening of a Charlotte Flair versus Randy Orton match. What if Charlotte Flair shows up at SummerSlam and costs, she, she costs Randy Orton the champion? That would be great. I'm I'm here for it. I am here for it, people. Let's uh let's let's have it. Why not, people? Let's have it. I think we need to have it. I think I think that'd be the way to go. But I tell you, this friend Duran, oh Lord. This Randy Orton is the Randy Orton we've always needed. We've always needed this one. We haven't seen him in a few years, and he's finally back. Um, Alright. Karrion Cross versus Danny Birch. Danny Birch uh, ran in at, <laughs> at Karrion at Cross, but, uh, Cross defeated Birch by submission, obviously. Um, but Keith Lee um, made his way to the ring with a contract in his hand. 
He demanded that Cross agree to their match at TakeOver. Um, Cross signed, handed it back to Keith Lee. And when Keith Lee opened it, people, he was blinded by a fireball. This was amazing. This was amazing. The, the way, the way this was able to be done was great. It was great. Um, it shows you that Karrion Cross will go to extreme lengths, ladies and gentlemen. And I believe Karrion Cross will be the man. Will be the man to uh, to take Keith Lee to the next level, because you know we've ta- we have talked about Keith Lee not having somebody to to push him to the next level, like we talk about Don- Dominic Dominic Dijakovic. Uh, we talk about uh, Damian Priest. We talk about all them guys and how they were not able to push. Uh, Help uh, the push of uh, Keith Lee. And we might finally get it, people. We might finally get it. And it's exciting. I cannot wait to see. Because, you know, it's going to work out to its perfection. Um, Killian Dane. Versus Drake Maverick. Adam Cole makes a statement to Pat McAfee. Dane versus Maverick goes to a non goes to a, uh, a no contest. Um because the Undisputed Era attacked both men. Um The promo by Keith Lee was amazing. It was amazing. Um Who thought Adam Cole would be a babyface? would be a baby face. And the story, the story that's already built into this, it's been building up for, what, more than a year or whatever, and it is absolutely amazing. Can't wait to see where it moves forward, what it does, because it's not stopping here. Uh, Pat McAfee will be on NXT next week, and it's just going to get better, people. It's going to get better, and uh, you might want to tune in next Wednesday to see what happens. You might want to do that. Um, Santos Escobar versus Tyler Breeze. Escobar defeated Breeze via pinfall. Um, This was all right. Um, It looks like Swerve, uh, Isaiah Scott Swerve will face Escobar. We don't know if that'll be uh, on 205 Live, NXT, or just be on uh, TakeOver. Should, it should be on TakeOver by all right. But, um, you know, we'll see. Then uh, Mia Yim versus Indy Hartwell. Um, Yim defeated Hartwell by submission. Um, Damian Priest, Bronson, Reed. Reed defeated Priest by pinfall. It was a very good, fun, uh, very good and fun battle. Um, it was good. It's good to see a big man get the win. And, uh, we'll see, uh, if he'll be able to pull off Miracle and win the NXT North American Championship. Um, Mercedes Martinez and Aaliyah versus Casey Catanzario and Caden Carter. Um, Aaliyah and Martinez won. Um, um, Ray Ripley did get revenge on, uh, Aliyah Martinez for uh, the tax slacks last week. So, uh, 
We'll see what happens between those two women in the future. Um, and then the main event, ladies and gentlemen. It was the NXT North American Championship Qualifier. Kushida versus Cameron Grimes versus the Velveteen Dream. Um... Grimes defeated uh, Kushida and Dream. Um, but, people, Velveteen Dream has finally lost his mind, attacked Kushida. But Finn Balor arrived to stare down his opponent for next week. This is interesting. Um, but I think, I think Balor has to win it. I do believe that. Not, I, I've said it. He's never been North American Championship. You got to give it to him. Um, it was good though. It was it was good. Um, it was good to see Velveteen Dream turn heel. As that's the right thing to do, you know. This dude, he's pissed off. You know, he missed time because of this allegation or whatnot. Wait, I don't know what's going on with all that, but um, yeah, people. I mean, it's it works out. It works out for all sides. Um, I know uh, a lot of people aren't happy with it, but it's WWE, not theirs, and uh, we'll see if they made the right one in the near future. Well, I'm happy he actually came back and he was healed. Um, I mean, uh, we'll see moving forward what the team dream. Does we'll see what he does. Um, so yeah, that was that was NXT. Um, we can talk about we can talk about AEW now, people. Let's talk about AEW. AEW. All right, let's do it. AEW was another show that was very good this past week. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about it. So, ladies and gentlemen, it was the Dark Order versus the Young Bucks. Um, it's a very good match. Um, the Young Bucks did defeat the, the Dark Order. Uh, it was a very good match. Um you know the chemistry that you know these guys. You know they 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 always and I you know I'm starting to become a fan fan of the Dark Order. Um, it's just good. I love great tag team matches. I love it. Um, and the fact that they were able to keep up what the Young Bucks, probably the best tag team in the world, not only in AEW. It's a huge thing. It's a huge accomplishment. So, uh, congratulations to them. Um, MJF's address. Um, Moxley attacked MJF during his address. MJF, dude... Between him and Orton, they're the best heels in the business right now. I'd give it MJF, though. Um, you know, Orton has, has had his uh, heel runs and all that. And, you know, I feel like his other ones are definitely better than the ones he's having now. But uh, MJF is just gold. He is just gold, people. Um... It's going to be a great rivalry. A great rivalry. Which I think at the end, MJF should take home that uh, AEW world title. Um, I don't think AEW should do the same mistake WWE did with The Miz. Having a great heel, a pretty great wrestler, and they just let really never gave them as a fair opportunity. 
AEW should definitely not make the same mistake because MJF has a whole bunch of talent in him. Um, Cody versus Scorpio Sky TNT Championship was on the line. Cody retained it, and uh, well, Brody Lee, Brody Lee uh, challenged Cody at, at the end of the match. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, Imagine Brody Lee as TNT champion. Oh, people, that'd be great. And don't forget, uh, AEW will be next Saturday just because uh, NBA playoffs coming up, people. Woo! Yeah. So that should be exciting. Um, Jurassic Express versus Adam Page and Kenny Omega for the team title. <sighs> All right. But the champs did retain um, again. Uh, this was a good match. So it was a very good match. Um, you know, we all know that Omega is slowly turning him. Or it might be the other way around. Maybe Adam Page will be uh, turning him. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. It's a slow process. It's been a good and fun one, though. I will tell you guys that. has been a good and fun one. Hikaru Shida versus Heather Monroe. Um, Shida got the win. Um, this was alright. It was a short match. A little competitive, but short match. Now, you, know, you know how I am. I am with things like that, people. Um, Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy to end the night, ladies and gentlemen. And well, uh, Orange Cassidy defeated Jericho. And to save himself also $7,000. Um, this is amazing. The gimmick of Orange Cassidy is amazing. Um, it's inter entertaining to watch. Especially a lot of people, sometimes you don't notice how great someone is until you got... A guy like Chris Jericho, he's um, he's he said Chris Jericho's amazing. That you just have him in there with somebody, and um, he can make you look like a million bucks. Um, so that's that's definitely amazing and cool. Um, all people, I also since there's not a lot to talk about, I will be giving my top five. Uh, SummerSlam matches. I will be doing that. My top five. I was thinking either doing top five SummerSlam matches or um, I was thinking top ten WWE superstars right now in WWE. But uh, we'll see. Um, before I, um, I go to SmackDown, I'm going to talk about Raw. I think that one of the guys one of the guys on, um, uh, what's it called, uh, Busted Open, they were talking about, I, I believe it was Bully Ray that said, if you really want, um, this Raw on the ground to succeed, give somebody what they've always mattered, wanted, a match they always wanted, that would be Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley in Raw on the ground. Imagine that, people. Whew. Man, 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 that would be amazing. But let's talk about SmackDown. All right. Um, Retribution kicked off the show by attacking Big E and John Morrison. Oscar won a battle royal to win a shot at Bailey's SmackDown Women's Championship. So now Oscar will have a chance to defeat to defeat um Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Championship and Sasha Banks for Raw Women's Championship. This is smart. Um, I hope they go with it, but I do not think Oscar will win either match, and I hope not. 
because the role models is what we need in WWE. Um, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville agreed to a SummerSlam hair versus hair match, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my goodness, this should be amazing. Um, wow, uh, last time we had a hair versus hair match, it's been a while. Um, you think about Mysterio versus uh, Punk, you think about the McMahon and Trump cold thing uh, at WrestleMania when it was a. Uh, I don't remember. It was Bobby Lashley versus uh, Umaga, I want to say. Something like that. But yeah. Should be amazing. Should be exciting. Um, Sheamus defeated Shorty G via pinfall. AJ Styles introduced a new ranking system. Received a challenger. And that challenger is Jeff Hardy. Next week. Next week on SmackDown, AJ Styles will defend his Intercontinental title against Jeff Hardy, people. Um, Grandma Talik defeated Shinsuke Nakamura via pinfall. And Kalisto made his surprising return to help out his boys. Matt Riddle was attacked by King Corbin. Um... Alexa Bliss addressed her involvement in the issues between Braun Strowman and The Fiend. Um, we'll see. This this was great, people. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um. It was interesting to see, uh, you know, with the Alexa Bliss's involvement in all of this. Um, it's interesting, and I cannot wait to see what uh, at SummerSlam how how what's her whole involvement in, in this. Whose side is she really on? Um, Big E defeated John Morrison via submission as Retribution attacked again. And uh, Braun Strowman called out the Fiend, attacked Alexa Bliss. That's right, attacked Alexa Bliss, ladies and gentlemen. Um, wow, this is amazing. This story is going to be amazing. This new Braun Strowman, this new monster is going to be amazing. And he's facing the fiend, which the fiend is always amazing. It's gonna be amazing, and I cannot wait to see. Could you imagine? Let's say, right? Let's say this, right, people. Um, let's say we have something like it's Braun Strowman versus the fiend, right? They're going at it in SummerSlam. Let's say it's the main event. Um, and, but, but people, but then we have, um, and right before, let's say right before Braun Strowman is about to end the fiend, people, right before he's about to end the fiend, lights go out. Lights come back on, and Alexa Bliss is, let's say, the ramp or somewhere, somewhere in the arena. And Alexa Bliss is dressed up as Sister Abigail. Braun Strowman freaks out, but the Fiend locks, locks uh, the mandible claw on him. And the fiend becomes the new champ. The fiend becomes the new universal champion with Sister Abigail right by his side. People, come on. This could be the transformation of Sister Abigail. Come on, people. You gotta agree. You have to agree. It's, 
it's worth noting. This could happen, people. This could happen. I, uh... I'm gonna do my... My rumors, and I'll do my top 10 superstars of the decade. Um, I'm gonna do it, uh... I'm definitely gonna do it. Um... And then next week, I'll do top five SummerSlam matches. No better way to talk about that than next week, right? Um, per Russell Votes, WWE will be using 2,500 square feet of LED boards to create, create an interactive experience with live fans at the Amway Center for future television. They also note application... Applications will be taken to appear on sc- on screen starting next week. According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, previous plans for the start of AJ Styles' Jeff Hardy program were torn up by Vince McMahon multiple times before heading ahead of this week. Adam Pearce and du- du- Dewey Foley are the key cre- are the key creative forces behind 205 Live per the one. The Observer says the goal of Ring of Honor is trying to fill the void that hardcore, hardcore, hardcore fans are have been asking for. All right, um, and yes, people, I forgot to tell you, but uh, WWE is, will be moving out of the well, they've moved out of the Performance Center and now are at the uh, are at uh, what, what do you call it? Uh, the Amway Center in Orlando. Um, I don't know, people, as WWE keeps starting to progress and stuff like that. Might be a chance for Roman to come back. So, I mean, we'll see. Yeah, I'm, re- I'm sorry. I'm ready for Roman Reigns to come back. Um, think he, I think he needs to. He can have some good feuds with some of these guys. And I wouldn't mind just Robert Retribution beat on him a little bit. And you know, I'm wondering what that, what that, um, what that, what they are. What are, what, what is retribution, right? Is it NXT guys? Is it, uh, guys that used to work under WWE? Um, is it guys that just, you know, they never got the opportunity, but certain other guys have, um, We'll see. We'll see. It should be interesting to see who they are. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the top ten. My top ten. Um, my top ten WWE stars of the decade. Um, <clears throat> my number ten would have to be would have to. B, um, Sheamus. You know, prior to 2010, he had won the WWE title. Um, he's a four-time world champion. He's a King of the Ring winner. He has won the Royal Rumble. He's Mr. Money in the Bank and a five-time tag team champion and a two-time United States champion. The only thing that's missing for him is the Intercontinental Championship to become a, com- a comp- to complete the Grand Slam? Um, he's had memorable feuds with Daniel Bryan, Cesaro, and he has um, a very su- successful tag team with Cesaro before getting injured, which I would like to see him tag up again. But let Cesaro before you do that, let Cesaro win the WWE Championship and let Sheamus win the Intercontinental Championship. That's right. Um, no, number nine would have to be Charlotte Flair, ladies and gentlemen. Um, she debuted in NXT in 2013. Her family her, and her, the royalty people. Come on, we all know this. Um, but she she reigned supreme as their women's champion, holding it for nearly nearly a year between 2014 and 2015. She moved to the main roster with Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch as part of the Women's Revolution. And 
They've, nobody's been able to stop her title reigns then. She's a 10-time women's champ. Um, she's had a member of Fuse with Banks, Lynch, Bailey, and others. And she truly deserves a place on this list, people. No doubt about that. Uh, number eight would have to be John Cena as he has slowly became a part-timer and hasn't really done much, but he still has done much. And this is what he has done. Um... This is probably the best work he's done in a decade. Um, <clears throat> um, he has his best feuds. Uh, well, the best feuds started in the decade. It started with Batista and a debuting faction of the Nexus. And then you saw him go head-to-head -head with The Rock. Um, he's had rivalries with... Uh, Brock Lesnar, CM Punk, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and so many more superstars. Um, it'd definitely be easier to name the ones he hasn't faced in 10 years. But yeah. Um, but in that time frame, he in, in, in a 10-year span, he has won the Royal Rumble. The WWE or World Heavyweight Championship 11 times. He brought prestige back to the United States title in 2015 with his open challenges. And you still feel like he's got more to offer if he ever returns. Which is absolutely right. Um, number six would have to be The Miz, people. Would have to be The Miz. Um, he's re reinvented himself so many times, numerous times. He is a Grand Slam champion. Um, you could use him as a spokesperson for WWE if you wanted to. Um, his feud with Daniel Bryan, no matter what year it was, any year, amazing. Um, and to begin 2010, in the beginning of 2010, he had won his one and only WWE Championship. He deserves at least one more run with it. Um, barely nobody could argue that. Um, he's an eight-time Intercontinental Champion, a four-time Tag Team Champion, and an all-around solid hand on the microphone. Um, he still has so many years uh, ahead of him, um, but you're not going to tell me The Miz isn't gold on that microphone, no matter who's... Who, who he is uh, arguing with on that mic. Um, let me look at uh, number six would have to be AJ Styles. The Miz was seven. Uh, AJ Styles is six. Um, so we look at AJ Styles. Um, he's, he debuted a few years ago. What, I want to say, but yeah, it's been like four years. He debuted four years ago um, where he appeared at the Royal Rumble, mind you, which, oh my goodness, the crowd went crazy. Um, eight months later, he became the WWE Champion. He's had memorable, few, memorable, memorable feuds with John Cena, Shinsuke Nakamura, Samoa Joe, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and more. He's ha even had time to reunite the club on Monday Night Raw. Um, so it's definitely, he's, and it's not about the championships, it's more about what's he, what he's been able to do and um, his short time in WWE. So yeah, that's what it's more about. Number five would have to be Chris Jericho. Um, Jericho, uh, uh, departed for w with WWE for a second time in 2010 due to his commitments to his band Fozzie, but he did return a year later to feud with CM Punk in a very memorable, uh, rivalry. He, he has come and, come and gone in the last decade, but when he returns, it's amazing. Um, he's won titles, many titles, but... Probably one of the best runs he's had in his career 
was uh, with uh, Kevin when he was alongside Kevin Owens and when they were fighting. And they were the top dogs of Raw between 2016 and 2017 for many, many months. Um, but Jericho since then has left WWE to be a full-time star in all the elite wrestling and reborn rebirth himself. Um, number four, ladies and gentlemen, would have to be Randy Orton. That is right. Um, he's been the WWE superstar for 17 years. Dude has not slowed down. At the start of the decade, think about it, he was still part of Legacy with Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase. And at that time, he was a five-time world champion. As we're in 2020 now, he's a... Uh, he added eight more reigns, eight more WWE title wins. Um, he's had a great feuds with Christian, John Cena, Daniel Bryan, and many more superstars. Um, he's a great babyface and heel, but a greater heel. And uh, his RKO's out of nowhere is what gets him on the list of number four. Now we look at number three. Number three would have to be CM Punk, ladies and gentlemen. Even though he was only with uh, WWE the three years of the decade, um, he what he brought into this decade was amazing. The new Nexus in late 2010, once the society had disbanded. Well, sorry, the Straight Edge Society started, and then once that was done, the new Nexus he became the leader of the new Nexus in late 2010. Um, but the summer of punk in 2011 will is what made him a star, the pipe bomb on the Raw stage in particular that made him a phenom. From that WWE Championship win at Money in the Bank in Chicago, to being the champion for 434 days between 2011 and 2013, he was the top star until he was let go in 2014. But, who knows, you might see Punk take over this decade coming up in WWE. We'll see. Now we look at number two, which is Roman Reigns, ladies and gentlemen. Um, even though he has mixed, mixed fans' reactions, you cannot deny he is one of the most successful star superstars of the 2010s. Um... Just after a year, after his main roster debut in 2012, there were signs that WWE were grooming him to be the next big star with huge showing at the 2014 Royal Rumble. And nearly six years on, Reigns has won the accolades to put him high on this list. A four-time world champion, a triple crown, and grand slam champion. Also, Reigns has won it all, and he may still be at the top of WWE at the end of the next decade. I think all that's missing for Roman Reigns is a Money in the Bank briefcase. Because he's done it all. Roman Reigns has absolutely done it all, ladies and gentlemen. But here is our number one. Our number one is Daniel Bryan, folks. It is Daniel Bryan. That's right. Um... You know, in 2012, he went from losing in 18 seconds to Sheamus at WrestleMania in 2012 to then um, him teaming up, teaming up with Kane, being tag champs, to then getting his rise at WrestleMania 30 main event where he won the championship. The underdog did it. But in 2018, he wrestled his last match for four years and retired. But he tried to try to get clear where he returned last year. And did not, it, don't, it don't look like it didn't look like he had changed at all. He still looked like the same Daniel Bryan. And, um, you know, that's that's exactly what we have, what we got. Um. 
So yeah, it was he was probably the most successful, most influential superstar of the twenty tens. Um so yeah, people. Yeah. Um, I want to hear your, th- your thoughts on the best faction of all time. Of all time, people. I'm going to give mine. I think I actually gave mine before. But I'm going to give mine. Um, yeah, I think I did give mine, but I'll do it again. Why not? Um, Nexus would be at, at 10. Freebirds would be at 9. This is WWE's list. Of the best factions of all time. So I just did mine the other day. Like mine off the top of my head. So Nexus 10. Freebirds 9. Um, 8 would have to be the Undisputed Era. 7 would have to be the New Day. Um, 6 would have to be the Four Horsemen. 5 would have to be Evolution. Four would have to be NWO. Three would have to be the Heart Foundation. Two would have to be D-Generation X. And one would have to be the Shield. That is right. I, and you know what? The reason I picked the Shield is just because on the other list I did too, the reason I picked the Shield was because people, they... They... They, even though they they lasted, what, like two, three years, whatever the case is, um, they dominated people. They dominated in that short time that they had together. And a lot of people, they forget about that. They're like, no, what, the Shield only, all right, they only lasted two years. But look what them guys did in those two years, people. Come on, guys. don't act like you ain't remember. Because I know I do. And I love I love those two years. I really did. Probably one of the most memorable two years of my life. Yes, I, that's right. I said it. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to give up. I'm going to, well, give up. I'm going to give who went up and who went down this week, people. I'm going to give that and then... uh. I'm going to show the week, and then I'll let you guys go. All right. Um, so who went down and who went up and who went down this week? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. That is right. Um, who went up this week? No, nah, I do who went down. Who went down this week would have to be, ladies and gentlemen, would have to be who? Who, 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 who? It would have to be Randy Orton. Randy, how could you do that to the Hall of Famer, to the legend, probably the greatest wrestler of all time, Ric Flair? How could you? You knowing. You knowing what the man has has done for you, and not only for this business, but for you to low-blow him and then kick him in the skull you could have ended his entire life. Randy, you will pay. The nature boy will not stay down. I cannot believe that. I I can't. I can't believe it. Oh, my goodness. Cannot believe Randy Orton did that to Ric Flair. Still shocked. Um, and who went up this week? Who went up would have to be Karrion Cross, people. What he did to Keith Lee was the ultimate GOAT move. It was the ultimate heel move. And I tell you what, Karrion Cross is a superstar to watch out for. He is going to be a bad... Yes, sir. Yes, he is. He is going to do things in WWE that you may have never seen before or at least seen coming from him. 
So I'm telling you right now, you better watch. Um, so yeah. And show of the week, I mean, look at it. You have Randy Orton. You had Randy Orton. Low blow. Ric Flair kick him in the skull. You had Raw Underground. You had so many things going on. You could, I, you could talk about that. You can also talk about uh, um, SmackDown, the Braun Strowman thing with Alexa Bliss and The Fiend. You can talk about uh, NXT. How NXT was able to to just oh my goodness NXT was amazing. The fact that NXT was able to I want to put this in uh all right with Karrion Cross and Keith Lee and with uh, Adam Cole and Pat McAfee. Then you got AEW John Moxley and MJF, and then you got. Chris Jericho and uh and Orange Cassidy, but people, NXT won this week. People, all you have to do is look at that thing with uh, Karrion Cross and Keith Lee, and NXT Takeover Thirty is going to rock the house. It's going to steal the show, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to do things that you've never seen before. I can guarantee you that. So, be ready because it will be amazing. It will be absolutely glorious. Alright. Um, yeah, people, that's all I got. That's all I got for you guys, really. Um, you know... Next week's another week. Next week, I had a big show. Obviously, my wife will be giving her predictions on both pay-per-views. I haven't watched a SummerSlam match from the past. Um, I'll give you my top five uh, matches of SummerSlam. I'll probably do top five matches and top five pay-per-view. Uh, SummerSlam pay-per-view. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, next week's another week. People's going to be a great week. Uh <clears throat> I really don't got nothing going on this week. Just getting ready uh, for the new podcast. Obviously, SummerSlam, NXT TakeOver 30. Um, so, yeah. And then, well, this will be the last po- last week of podcast I do until, uh, what is it, for uh, two weeks. Um, you know, you got that week off. So, I'll be giving my recap on NXT TakeOver 30 and SummerSlam. And then, um. Probably Monday, and then I'm taking a break for two weeks, people. Two weeks, I'll be taking a break. I'll be uh, on vacation, and then, you know, for Labor Day weekend, I have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday off, and I will just be uh, giving my, I'll give my, uh, my wife and son all the time they need. We'll be going out of town that weekend and just enjoying life. So I cannot wait for that. This is going to be very exciting, and I cannot wait to have that time with my wife and my son. Um, So, yeah, this will be a last week. Enjoy, people. Love you guys so much. I love you guys so much, and I cannot wait to talk to you guys next week because you guys have just listened to Husband, Father, 3, 2, 1, Podcaster. This is Mark Cologne, and you have just listened to the Mark Cologne Wrestling Podcast. All right, see you guys next week. Have a great weekend.